0: The air was stifling hot that morning, making it even more difficult to get out of bed. She struggled with all the strength she could find to pull her legs over the side and sit up. It was painful and there was no one to help. She lived alone now. Today she felt weaker than usual. Although she had been weak for so long now, it was hard to tell what days were worse than others. In the beginning, the infirmity had been a little easier to deal with when her husband was still alive. She didn't face it alone then. She was younger then too, and of course there was still hope. Hope that she would get well. Hope that eventually life would get back to normal. Her husband had been a rabbi, a ruler of the synagogue, trained in the law and well-respected. They believed in God. They knew how he had provided healing for his people in the past. They knew the stories of the miracles he performed for Moses, Joshua and the others. Their faith was strong in the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. And of course together they looked and waited for the coming Messiah, as did all faithful Jews. They longed for the one who would one day come with healing in his wings. She remembered the songs, the festivities, the dreams of a future with children and even someday grandchildren. There was so much to hope for then, so much to look forward to. And then things changed. In the beginning the bleeding was just a little more than normal. It really didn't cause concern except that after two years she wondered why she still could not bear a child. At first they went to several physicians. None of them could help. The condition they said was beyond anything they knew how to treat. So they would send her to another in another town. And so it went on this way. When she began to feel depressed, her husband was reassuring, always keeping her spirits up and encouraging her that they would soon find a doctor who could help. And he never let her see his disappointment in not having a child, even though she could see it in his eyes. They kept going from one doctor to another. It was expensive, but you spend what you must and do what you have to. His love for her was unwavering. But she loved him so much. She could always count on his strength when hers seemed weak. Then the horrible accident happened and the words no woman wants to hear. Your husband is dead. Nothing was ever the same again. She was left alone to face this evil infirmity that stole the strength from her body and from her spirit. At first the neighbors helped, but even that ceased after a while. She continued alone to seek out doctors. But eventually the funds were completely depleted and she had to stop. Finally, when it was over, she had been to every doctor there was and had spent all that she had. The hardest truth to face was that she had not gotten any better at all. In fact, she had only grown worse. It had been 10 years since her husband died and now finally 12 years of being anemic had begun to take its toll. She seemed to get worse daily. Inside she knew it was just a matter of time. Without a cure death was inevitable and its appointment drew closer and closer with each day. Despair and depression had become daily companions. So today was no different when she awoke, except that it seemed hotter than usual. She sat for a moment at the side of the bed, catching her breath, trying to muster up enough strength to stand. It was difficult. The room was still dark. The sun had not even begun to peek over the horizon. She could barely see anything in the room, although that didn't matter much. She knew her way around in the dark. She was awake this early many mornings. It's hard to sleep when you're in pain and discomfort all the time. Sleep really isn't something you get much of in this condition, except in brief periods and usually then, only from sheer exhaustion. She took another breath and leaned forward a bit in an attempt to stand. And as she did, she let out a large sigh Why does it have to be so hot today? The heat just exhausts me so much. If only she knew then how this day would unfold. Perhaps her despair would not have been so heavy. Finally, she stood up and made her way slowly to the window. She poured some water from the pitcher. It was room temperature, but it was wet. She splashed a bit on her forehead. It felt good. She leaned against the wall for support and gazed out toward the east. She wanted to pray, but her anguish could not find a voice. Many days now, prayer seemed far away. Her heart was so heavy her thoughts drifting off even more so than usual. A tear slid down her cheek, and eventually she sighed out a single phrase. Jehovah, hear my cry. She stood in the dark a bit longer. The sun began to rise and she watched as the night slowly gave way to the morning a psalm of David ran through her thoughts weeping may endure for the night but joy comes in the morning she remembered that her husband would quote that psalm to her often and how it had sustained them both through so many long nights why she thought of it just now she didn't know she continued the watch the sun rise higher. Another thought pierced her mind. A verse from Malachi. But to you who fear my name, the son of righteousness shall arise with healing in his wings. How strange that she should remember that today. Another of her husband's favorites. This one, when he spoke of the Messiah coming Oh, how it made her long even more for the promised one. And as her husband would say, yes, today would be a good day for Messiah to come. Over the years, they had heard the rumors that such a one had come. They knew the wild stories that circulated about the star appearing over Bethlehem and of shepherds hearing angels and wise men from afar bringing gifts to a child in a manger. But that story was over 30 years old. Nothing more than a fable. Eventually, it faded away like all the other rumors that Messiah had come. These type of stories were told all the time. Although recently, That story had stirred again in unusual strength over a man named Jesus who lived in Nazareth. He was the son of a carpenter but also a rabbi well learned in the scriptures. It was said he astounded the Pharisees with his knowledge. It was said this one performed miracles. They said he healed lepers and made the blind see. They said he made the lame walk, although she had only heard that. She herself had never actually seen him or heard him speak. They said he even walked on water. (laughs) That was a new one. Well, he hadn't been to her town and of course, she never got out much in her weak condition, only to go to the market and back once a week for a few things. Still, she was pretty sure they were just rumors like the rest. But even so, she admitted there was a certain spark that leaped in her heart when she heard about the things he did. What if he were the Messiah? She would like to see this man for herself, but he would probably never come by her place anyway. She chided herself for even considering it. Enough of this daydreaming. She forced herself to eat a piece of bread with honey and then got dressed. It was time to leave. The morning was passing. She didn't know it, but a divine destiny was waiting for her. She wanted to start early for town before the crowds, although she dreaded the trip. It took her forever to walk there, even though it was only a short distance. She really didn't even feel like going at all, except for some reason she felt compelled to go today instead of tomorrow, like usual. She stepped out of the doorway and into the street, the wall of heat hitting her in the face. The air was thick. The trip would be extra long today, she thought. Perhaps I should wait another day. She pondered the option, but then decided she should go. Still, she didn't understand why she felt so drawn to go today. She started towards town. Her steps were slow. She was careful not to exert too much strength. She would need it for the walk home. She kept walking, and then she stopped a moment to rest. In the distance behind her, she could hear the faint rising of what seemed like commotion. She turned to see a crowd of people far down the road. She could not make it out, but they were heading in her direction. In fact, it looked like a cloud of dust rolling down the street as the dry, hot dirt was kicked up by the many feet shuffling her way. She wondered what this was all about. What could possibly be so important as to stir up a crowd like this early in the day? Someone was heading in the direction of the crowd, and so she stopped them. What's the commotion? Don't you know, he said, it's Jesus of Nazareth. He's going to the house of Jairus, whose daughter is dying. Everyone wants to see if he will heal her like he did the others. He'll be passing by here in a few minutes. Passing by here in a few minutes? Could it really be? Jesus of Nazareth? Her mind began racing. Thoughts from all over flooding her like rain. They say he heals lepers. They say he heals the blind. They say he healed a lame man. She looked down the road again. The crowd was drawing closer. She could not make any of them out. Her thoughts racing again. What if it's true? What if this Jesus does heal? The crowd was getting nearer. In a moment, they were going to pass by. She looked up the road and then back at the crowd again. She could see someone in the center of the group but he was still too far away to make out. The crowd kept getting closer. Time was running out. What should I do, she wondered. He may never pass by again. I need to see this man called Jesus. And just then, for a brief moment, there was an opening in the people and she caught a glimpse of him. There was something different about him. He was not like any other man and when she saw him immediately that same spark jumped in her heart and when it did again the verse flashed in her mind from Malachi but to you who fear my name the son of righteousness shall arise with healing in his wings she didn't understand it but at that moment She knew she had to get to this man. She knew she had to reach him, but how, there's so many people. She has no strength to join the group pressing in on him. Just then the crowd reached her and instantly she found herself enveloped by a throng of people. They pressed against her, crushing her. Someone pushed her out of the way. She fought to remain standing, but it was no use. She was knocked to the ground on her knees. Before she could even try to get up, she was knocked down again. In a moment, feet and legs were all around her. She tried once more to get up, but it was no use. The dust was in her eyes and her throat. It made her choke. She began to crawl towards the center where Jesus was. Under her breath, praying that she would not get trampled to death. A foot stepped on her hand. She winced in pain. God, help me. Please help me. It seemed impossible. Then suddenly, for a split second, she caught a glimpse of the hem of a robe. She didn't know how she knew it, but she knew that it was his the robe of a rabbi the tassel from its hem dangling only a few feet away as he was about to pass by but wait weren't the tassels on a rabbi's robe known as wings she remembered being taught that from her husband she remembered the verse in Malachi rise up with healing in his wings. Could it be? Something rose up in her. She couldn't explain it. She thought to herself, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, I know that I will be healed. It had to be now or it would be too late. She reached forth towards the hem. Her body stretched on the ground as far as it could stretch. Her hand strained out as far as she could. She was an inch away. She felt someone kick her and she winced in pain, but she would not give up. She could see the hem. She could see her hand in front of her. She pulled her body forward drawing closer to him, but he was walking away. She kept drawing closer, trying to reach where he was. He was passing by. In a moment, he would be out of reach. Her eyes fixed upon the tassel of his robe. She gathered every ounce of strength her body had left. And with an agonizing thrust forward, she stretched forth her arm as far as it could possibly reach. She felt as if it would be torn from her. Yet with one last stretch, she swung her hand into the air in front of her face. All of the sudden, it was as if the world stood still. As if all motion stopped for a mere millisecond of time. And she felt the slightest touch of fabric as it brushed against her fingertips. Perhaps it was only a thread. She didn't know for sure, but one thing she knew. Immediately, she felt a surge of fire enter into her body. It was as if a lightning bolt had struck through her fingertip and ran through every molecule of her body it was a power like none she had ever known before in her life and immediately she felt the bleeding stop instantly strength began to dispel the weakness she knew she had been healed She lay on the ground breathing heavily, her body still in its stretched forth position. When she heard the words spoken, who touched me? She hadn't expected him to notice. There were so many people pressing in on him. How could he know she had touched him? Even his disciples questioned. Master, you see the crowd? How can you ask who touched you? But Jesus knew, this was no ordinary touch. He had felt the virtue go out from him. This was a touch of desperation. This was a touch of faith. By now she was trying to get up. He turned and was looking around to see who had touched him. And when she finally knew she had been healed, she came and fell at his feet. And trembling with fear told him the whole story. She didn't know what to expect. She kept looking down at the ground. When she felt a hand lift under her chin and raised her eyes to look up. And when she did, she will never forget the look in his gaze. She will never forget the gentleness and love that came from his smile. And most of all, she will never forget the sound of his voice and the words that he spoke. Daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace and be freed from your suffering. And as he was speaking, some men came and told Jairus that his daughter was dead. Don't trouble him any longer. But ignoring what they said, Jesus told the synagogue ruler, don't be afraid. Just believe. She watched as they continued down the road, the cloud of dust moving away until it disappeared from her sight. She had no doubt that this man's daughter would be healed. She sat there on the ground for a moment, contemplating all that had just taken place. It was more than she could ever have hoped for. The tears began to fall. The words that she could not find to pray began to flow out. Jehovah, thank you. Jehovah, thank you. She stood up and began to walk back to the house. Her body getting stronger with each step that she took. She could hear the words that he spoke again in her mind. You are freed from your suffering. Freed. She had been set free. The words rang through her like a sound that came straight from heaven. Never again would she be so tired that she couldn't get out of bed. Never again would depression and despair be her companions. Never again would she long for the days of old. She had been healed, she had been delivered, and she had been set free. From that day forward, her life would never be the same again. For the Messiah had come just as God promised. And He had come just as she hoped that He would. My friend, I don't know you, and we've never met. Perhaps you are listening to the story and you can identify with this woman. Perhaps you have spent all that you had, trying to get well and still you are no better. Perhaps despair and depression have become your daily companions. Today Jesus is passing by. Just as he did that day, with healing in his wings. Don't let the crowds of doubt and fear keep you from touching him. Don't let your circumstance keep you from pushing through the obstacles in your way. Jesus is passing by. Push through with all the strength you have and stretch your faith as far as you can. Reach for him. You need only touch a thread of his garment, and it will be more than enough. And like this woman, I can tell you, your life will never be the same again.